creators of Dash left a cushy job at a hedge fund getting into this world because he believes in it. Dash is doing really, really well. Over a billion dollars in market value. 4,500 plus masternodes participating in the network. Very democratic, totally unbiased. Everything tied back to the success of the overall platform. He really wants to be, the, you know, especially coming up next year with the release of the next product, uh, the Venmo for payments in a decentralized, uh, in the decentralized community. This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 units sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing, though. This database, I keep it to myself. It's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month, but you can go to getlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month. And look, there's big people on the waiting list. I mean, the biggest VCs you've ever heard of. You've probably heard of them. They're big, private equity, billions and billions under management. So it's an impressive waiting list. Go get on now at getlatka.com. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Ryan Taylor. He's currently the CEO of the Dash Core team. Dash is an innovative digital currency that offers a number of improvements over Bitcoin, which we'll talk about, obviously, today. Ryan's an expert in the payments industry with over 15 years of experience in financial services and technology. Ryan, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. Okay. Thank you for having me on. You bet. So, so Dash is one of really the only survivors of kind of the early, uh, how do we say, it? the early heydays of, of kind of crypto, where there, were, there was all these kind of altcoins out there and such. So, describe to us today what does Dash do, and how are you different than Bitcoin? Yeah. Well, uh, so we are based on the Bitcoin code base, so it, it operates with the same level of security that that users are accustomed to there. The three areas that we mainly improve on, number one is on governance. We have an explicit governance system that allows the network to actually vote on changes as opposed to uh, kind of having Reddit debates um, about what should happen next that can rage on for quite some time with other cryptocurrencies. The second major area is we're self-funded. Um, most other cryptocurrencies and certainly all the first generation ones um, all rely on donations of developers' time, uh, donations of server infrastructure in order to run the network, and so on. And the only thing that's compensated is um, uh, the mining activity. Um, and we recognize that there's more than one need on a network, so we, we have incentives for the infrastructure and incentives for uh, people to contribute to the network. Uh, the Dash Core team receives its funding from the network itself in order to operate. And the third major- How does that happen though, Ryan, real quick? Because for people that aren't familiar with crypto, like I hate to be so blunt, but like how do you pay yourself a salary? Sure. So uh, the way that it works in Dash is that uh, we essentially have what is the equivalent of shareholders in the form of masternode owners. Masternodes are special nodes on our network. In order to operate one, and anyone can, uh, the only prerequisite being proving ownership over a thousand Dash. 
once you're able to do that that's to prevent cyber can... attacks correct exactly yeah. um it makes it so that no one person can control a wide swath of the network and it makes it very secure um and in in so doing we 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 give those uh individuals the ability to vote uh and then anyone including the core team yourself literally anyone on the planet can put a proposal up to the network requesting funding those proposals are voted upon and the highest ranking proposals pay out in a budget um, on a monthly cycle and so every month the core team has to go to the network and request continued support uh, for the projects that we're working on uh, for our salaries etc and so we're very accountable back to the network so i mean there's a screenshot on your website i don't know if it's i want to ask you if it's real or not it says salary for dash core team yes or no it's on a kind of a notebook piece of paper it says 11 1176 dash per month for 90 months which comes out to about eight thousand one hundred forty dollars and forty united states dollars per month and people vote yes or no on that is that accurate are those the actual numbers was that the actual vote well, the the, the uh, specific proposal that you're referring to is expired on the network at this time. Okay. Um, every month we put up a new proposal requesting the specific amount that we need to operate. Okay. Yeah. So um, the specific proposal that you're referring to uh, is actually expired on the network. Um, at this time, we put up a new proposal every single month requesting the funding that we need to operate. We don't operate at a profit. We simply request the funds that we need to serve the network. So how many of you are there? How many are on the team that are getting a salary? There's roughly 50 people on the team right now that are on some type of salary, either part-time or full-time. Okay. We have about another 15 positions that are open and we're actively filling. So we're growing quite rapidly. Yeah. I mean, look, according to, I've got my, my research team is great here. So right, according to, to Coindash, you guys have a market cap of about 1.4 uh, billion. I believe that now, is that I believe that's dollars. That comes out to about 437,000 Bitcoin, correct? Correct. Yeah, somewhere around there. And, and the volume is pretty healthy at around 33,000, uh, or sorry, 33 million, which comes out to about 9,900 uh, kind of Bitcoin. So look, one of the things that I struggled in, in preparing for this, sh I mean, should we think about Dash as analogous to Litecoin and an Ether token and a Bitcoin? And this is kind of a, Dash is different because it's built on top of Bitcoin and you don't just have miners, but you have miners and also node masters. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a much more sophisticated economic system um, than these first-generation coins, and we continue to build on that uh, by providing the correct incentives for people to act in the best interest of the network. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you're relying on donations of companies to fill developer roles, those donations come with expectations. Who's doing that and right now? Like, is that a shot at Bitcoin, or who's doing that? Uh, I, th I think that primarily this is happening within the Bitcoin world in, in which m the majority of the developers are funded by by entities with with interest in the outcome. There's bias. And so exactly. And, and so we want to create a system where those biases are removed and we truly serve the network itself. Um, and, and we think that the system that we put in place is a very sophisticated one that meets those goals. Okay. Um, the other thing is a, a lot of these are ICOs, but no one's answered the question, what happens when that ICO money runs out? There's yeah. no ongoing source of revenue for these 
uh, projects to sustain themselves for the long term. Well, I mean, we so do you do you like what Civic did with with you know selling basically thirty three percent and reserving another thirty three percent for essentially rewards and incentives and another thirty three percent for a future you know future raises where they maybe have to sell way less than what they sold initially because their valuation hopefully has grown. Uh, I think that the issue with setting specific amounts aside that don't require approval from the network necessarily is that you still have a group of people making those decisions and the accountability is still lacking in such a model yep and so in order to ensure that there's accountability you need to be able to continue to do a good job before those funds are released yeah and, and that's what makes our our system so powerful Interesting. Okay, so let me get a sense of kind. I want to think about Dash like a country, and there's voters in a country, right? That's a good analogy for people, listeners to understand. So, how many voters do you have that have at least, you know, proof of a thousand Dash? I mean, is it directly correlated to to the number of masternodes you guys have, which I, I believe is somewhere around forty five hundred as of what July? Yeah, so it's around 45, 4,600. It fluctuates and it's a marketplace. So, um, you know, as more masternode owners uh, crop up, the frequency of the rewards that they receive for operating one go down. Mm -hmm. And so it finds a natural equilibrium. But it, it's right now it's fluctuating between 4,500 and 4,600. Can we think of those like people? In other words, can only one person have access to one node or, can, or masternode, or can someone spin up a thousand masternodes in some? efficiency factory in China? Well, it's less like a democracy than it is a shareholder arrangement. Okay. You can own more than one. And we, Interesting. And so uh, the more stake you have in the network, the more voting power that you have, much like shareholders in a company. So how many shareholders are there total? Like, do you know that number? We don't know the number, and there's actually no way to independently verify it. Um, we believe that it's in the thousands, despite the fact that some people operate more than one masternode. Okay, so you think maybe generally the average masternode per shareholder, per voter on your thing is it's going to be somewhere between 1 and 2, so maybe like 1.5, 1.7, something like that on average. Yeah, we have a couple of, of larger holders that, that potentially – you know, uh, no one can verify for sure, but claims are around 75 to 100. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much where they max out. And so about 3% of the network. And isn't there a way, like if I really liked Dash and I wanted to have undue influence on the system, I mean, isn't there a way that I could go game getting a large control, like let's say 100 masternodes so I can influence the next vote when you're asking for your next salary? Well, uh, you can, but 100 is not nearly enough to uh, influence the outcome of most of these votes. Um, what's participation? Uh, I know this is a weird question, but like, what's voter participation on like <laughs> salary for somebody? Yeah, it uh, it it goes up to. Well, usually, you're not voting on an individual. Okay. Um, there is a cost for putting proposals up and that keeps a lot of the smaller spam off the network and and ensures that the proposals that are put up to a vote are substantive yeah. um, and can really move the needle for us but the outcome of a vote is simply the number of yes votes minus the number of no votes over a certain period votes. of time yeah for that voting period so there are people that probably don't vote right because they're busy or they're yes. traveling or whatever and so there is a minimum threshold though Yes minus no, meaning the net votes, must be more than 10% of the network. 
Got and it. So uh, it really prevents any one person from, say, putting a proposal up at the very last minute, casting one vote for it, and it passes. Yep. Uh, Interesting. You need a certain threshold, and it needs to have at least 450 net votes. So no one controls the network. So up to this point, we've really talked about like how the, this machine actually works. I think I understand it. it's very unbiased. There's a two-part system between miners and master nodes. You've got to you know have a thousand dash proof of that to basically you know get on the system. It's decentralized. You know you, you avoid honeypots because of that as well. You keep things spread out so it's secure. Um, talk to me about utility value, right? So people use Bitcoin yes. for digital currency. People use Ethereum because it's smart contracts and they can ICO. Utility-wise, why are people using Dash? Dash is aiming to create a world-class payment system. So whereas other currencies might be focusing on smart contracts, in the case of Ethereum, uh, one can argue which direction Bitcoin is going as far as store of value, yeah. acting more like gold. Uh, we're really focusing in on doing payments and doing them incredibly well. There's a few things we're doing here to make that happen. One is we're the first cryptocurrency to introduce instant transactions. There's other applications. The second we're doing is we're launching our landmark product next year. It's called Evolution. And Evolution is really aiming to make cryptocurrency as easy to use as, say, using PayPal or Venmo. You're going to be able to log in from multiple devices with a username and password, see all of your account information, have a friends list stored in the network itself, and be able to make payments to a username as opposed to a long cryptographic address that scares the crap out of most people. Our mantra is it should be so easy to use that your grandma could use it. And so that's what we're aiming for. Making a payment will be as simple as typing in your username on a, on a form online and hitting enter. And my phone will buzz and say, do you want to make this payment? And I put my thumbprint on a thumbprint reader. It will send my shipping address, my, my phone number, my email address for the receipt to go to all through the Dash network to the receiver and the merchant will auto-populate that information for me. And am I understanding this correctly? So every time one of these kind of utility uh, actions are taken on the platform, uh, the distribution of the reward for that process happening goes partly to the miner, partly to the masternode owner, and partly to, I think you guys are calling it like a treasury or, or something like that. Describe to me what the treasury is and like, is that literally a pot of cash somewhere and how is that used? Yeah, so treasury is simply one of the allocations of uh, transaction fees and the block rewards that all cryptocurrencies collect. Um, the difference is in how it's allocated. And like I said earlier, most cryptocurrencies allocate 100% to network security, which is the block, re the, the, the minor reward. We split it, 45% goes towards miners, 45% towards the infrastructure, the, the masternode owners, and 10% is set aside for treasury. And once a month, there is a super block created that uh, can create up to that 10%, as long as there are proposals on the network that up to are 10%. adequately voted on. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Got it. So that pot's so created, and the distribution of the pot is driven by the shareholder votes. Exactly. So it is an ongoing source of revenue. It is not a honeypot. And each and every proposal must be approved by the network. Interesting. Every month. What is that pot typically grow to every month it's about 1.2 million dollars right now okay interesting so the network is extremely well funded for We're this month everything. 
Uh, yeah, for this month. So, and it was zero um, at the beginning of the month, like eight days ago. Oh, sorry. How much is in it? It, it depends on the, the on the date of the super block, the value of Dash on that date, and the number of Dash created. There's about 6,600 Dash included in each super block, as long as there's uh, adequate votes. Got it. Um, so when you say like 45% goes to a miner, a portion goes to the masternode, and a portion goes to the treasury, the thing that you're splitting up is what? Like like an amount of dash that gets split that you're incentivizing so the whole system works? Exactly. Got it. So we're incentivizing each component of the the dash network so that it, it remains functional and is sustainable long term. And no one person controls it. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Makes good. So, so is besides you, is there any other company that has built on top of dash that is in the payment space? And don't you have to have that to really start seeing the value grow? Uh, yeah. So, uh, we have a number of integrations that we've funded, uh, either through core team sponsoring an integration, um, by putting our engineers on the task of integrating. Uh -huh. Um, there have been companies that have come directly to the network. To Can say, you name hey, one or I two? Sure, Charlie Shrem just came to us and uh, with a proposal to create a U.S. debit card and uh, receive funding from the network. He's gone and done that, and it's launching later this month. Um, we've worked with a company called Alt36. They're a payment gateway, and they're integrating Dash at the point of sale for thousands of point of sale across the United States. Um, we have funded BitCart, uh, who an integration into BitCart. They're, they're a service that allows you to buy Amazon gift cards for 15% discount. And after integrating Dash, they actually disabled uh, Bitcoin because Bitcoin transactions were taking a long time. They were yep. causing issues for them. And so the customer service issues that that caused, and they were getting 90% of their business through Dash anyway. Chris, uh, so, the real quick, sorry, uh, sorry, not Chris, Ryan. One of the things that well, I want to stop you there for a second. One of the big complaints sure. about Bitcoin is speed. Is your yeah. miner plus masternode combo what allows you to do things instantly? Yes, and the way that that happens is simply the masternode votes on valid transactions and any conflicting transactions are rejected by the network. And in that way, you can rest assured as a merchant, if you see the masternodes vote and decide that that transaction is going to go through, you know that any competing one will be completely rejected by the entire network. And that allows you to accept uh, instant send transaction with no fear of a double spend. No Interesting. Risk at all. Last question before we wrap up with the famous five. So like most founders go into companies because they have a high appetite for risk and they're excited about what might potentially happen in terms of an exit or a big financial award at the end, because it's really risky. You know, you're, you're going month to month. You don't know if it's going to work, you know, all, all kinds of things can happen. Um, you don't necessarily have like that exit or a big financial award in the future because everything really like goes through the network. So why take on all this risk? Why do this? Well, I missed the first part of your question because you cut out. Um, so um, if I understand correctly, you're, you're basically asking, um, is this a question for investors? No, my question is, so okay. you're, 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 any founder starting a company is taking a ton of risk because they're uh -huh. excited about the potential of a big future reward and in terms of a big exit or something like that. Because your whole system is built on kind of shareholders voting, you're never going to have like a, you know, a billion dollar exit where you're taking home 300 million bucks in cash or something like that. So why take on all the risk? Why do this? 
Yeah, so I, I left my job at a hedge fund, in multi-billion dollar hedge fund in New York in order to do this. And a lot of people said, well, you're crazy. Um, but I think that there's uh, monetary and non-monetary rewards at stake here. Number one, this technology is going to change the world. And the people that are here now and are part of Dash are here because they really believe in the project. And I'm one of those people. I really believe that Dash has the potential to bring cryptocurrency to a whole new audience if we do this right. And so I'm passionate about seeing this project to completion um, and, and have it really take off. Secondly, um, Yes, there there is no giant payday for most of us that are involved, but most of us that are involved have put our own stake into the network too. I've made an investment on the public markets um, in order to invest in the coin, and if we can see it succeed, um, you know, I will certainly benefit monetarily. Um, maybe not to the extent that some big public markets payoff would get me in in by spinning up a new company. But because um, the value of a dash coin is, has increased exponentially, like what you're seeing with Ethereum and Bitcoin. Exactly. Got it. I mean, just this year alone, it's up something like 2,000%. What, Dash or? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, you know, there are ways that, that those of us that are interested have, have basically bought our own stock options, if you will, and, uh, and have an, a strong incentive to see this succeed. Yep. Nope. Okay. That makes sense. I, I forgot about that. That's That really is the financial reward. And the nice thing about it is it's directly tied to the success of everybody else. Uh, there's no, there, it's all, there's no bias. It's all tied together. Yeah. My incentives are perfectly aligned with the network. That's and crazy. That's the way it should be. It's great. We're, we're all about aligning incentives. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45 day money back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. All right, Ryan, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite crypto book? Favorite crypto book? Oh, it's gotta be Andreas's, right? I mean, this is the one that what's the title uh uh mastering bitcoin Master the first bitcoin. book that he wrote and um i i think that that one is the intro for most people into the space and it does such an excellent job of explaining how it works and explaining why it's so important and i think both those important components are really important for people to understand when they're first getting into it. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, I'm constantly following many CEOs, but I, I mean, the one that I'm reading a lot of, and he's old school, is is Jack Welch, just because of his, his management philosophies. And, um, and I'm always, I'm a value investor, so I'm constantly reading anything that uh, Warren Buffett puts out. And number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like HostGator? Favorite online tool? Um, I mean, that one would have to be Google, but that's such a generic Give me like answer, a crypto-oriented right? one, like something maybe you use for research or tracking metrics or something. 
I like BitInfo charts. Okay. They do a really good job of presenting information very simply on a lot of metrics that matter. Things like transaction volumes. These are things that matter to me as opposed to market cap. This space is filled with speculation. But what we should care about is are people using it? Mm -hmm. And is there growth there? And and that's what I'm interested in. And so BitInfo Charts focuses on those types of metrics. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? It varies a lot. Um, and it depends on what's going on. Anywhere from two to 10 when I'm catching back On up. average? Uh, probably five. Five, okay, good. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Uh, I'm married. I've got a couple of kids and... How young, yeah. how young is the youngest? About 10 months. So. Oh my gosh. And what, you have two, three of them? Uh, two. Two. Wow. Okay. So you got your hands full. And how old are you? I'm 41. All just right. turned. Uh, congratulations, Ryan. Last question. Take us back 21 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self sure. knew? Uh, 20 year old self, um, just don't worry about what everyone else has to say. Follow what you really want to do. There you guys have it from Ryan, one of the guys, one of the creators of Dash, left a cushy job at a hedge fund, getting into this world because he believes in it. Dash is doing really, really well, over a billion dollars in market value, 4,500 plus masternodes participating in the network, very democratic, totally unbiased, everything tied back to the success of the overall platform. He really wants to be, the, you know, especially coming up next year with the release of the next product, uh, the Venmo for payments in a decentralized, uh, in the decentralized community. So Ryan, thank Thank you so much for taking us to the top. All right. Thank you very much.